Welcome to the first episode of the Rise and Shine podcast. I'm so excited to be sharing this with you and thank you so much for being here. My intention today is to share some empowering stories with you to help you become the leader of your life and live with purpose. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about my story and my journey to becoming a light worker and what it actually means to live your sole purpose. So I actually am originally from Montreal in Canada, and I grew up in a traditional South Asian family, I would say, where there was some very un- overprotective parents and sometimes controlling. And at times, my family system was quite toxic as well. There were not these family dynamics such as codependency and narcissism. And as a young child, I was just really empathetic and super sensitive. I took on a lot of my parents' troubles and I really just wanted to help them. And I even played the role of a mediator for many years. And for many people who are considered light workers or consider themselves light workers, they also grew up in this kind of way where sometimes they were parentified and they recognized that they were here to actually help shift their households. And I know that for me at a young age, that was definitely something that I wanted to do. And what happened though was that when I was a child, it was just very hard on me. And eventually I decided I developed kind of these different mental health issues, such as depression and anxiety. From a young age, I also developed an eating disorder and struggled with body image. I didn't like myself very much, and I remember that I just really loathed who I was. I thought I was like the worst person ever. And my eating disorder was something that I had used as a way to control because I just felt so out of control in my environment. It was very unstable and chaotic at times. And I didn't know how to regulate my emotions and I was dealing with trauma. However, at the time I didn't know that. And because I was unable to disclose certain things to doctors and therapists that I was working with, I was only able to go so far in therapy and treatment. So for many years, I struggled and I tried to just do what the doctors had told me to do. But I also knew that there was more out there for me to be able to heal. And that kind of led me on my journey of self-development and learning about spirituality. I first started to kind of dabble in different things, learning about uh, different, different things like meditation and yoga and At that time, it was just like really beginning and very new for me. And I was just trying to understand kind of how to heal from these things. And I was one of those individuals that really liked self-help books. And from a young age, I just was, I, I just loved them because I was like, oh, let me try that. Let me try this. And I was also doing just different, different things as well. I was really into things like astrology, numerology, personality stuff. And I I just really wanted to understand myself better because I wanted to understand other people too. That was something that was just really part of my life. I I just wanted to know how to understand people. And I also was into things like witchy things and like aliens and ghosts and stuff like that. And being able to connect to the other side. It was just something that was really intriguing from a very, very young age. But... Several years after I had my, mo- my my first kind of major depressive episode, I had been dealing with depression for several years already and I was on medication. I also was working in therapy. Eventually, I started to feel better and I still was struggling with, of course, my 
stress and anxiety and my eating disorder, but I started to feel much better to, and it got to a point where I started to have this understanding that I was actually here to help other people through similar struggles. And this was actually the first time I think that there was this like real knowing that I'm actually here to help people heal from toxicity and help them heal from fear and sadness and help them feel better about themselves. So I had decided that I wanted to become a psychologist and I ended up studying psychology in college. But during that time, as I was going through my studies, I had recognized how much I was actually lacking in my care for my eating disorder. And I ended up with the help of my doctor checking myself into an eating disorder clinic. So that allowed me to actually receive for the first time in my life, the most help I had ever received. I had even taken off time in college so that I can really focus on healing uh, my eating disorder. I, I remember that I just learned so much about myself during this time. And that's really when I think I, I had the spiritual awakening. I started to understand and learn that my anxiety was a serious problem and that I was really using food to control and I needed to change that. I also had recognized that there was like this persona that I had. I was trying to be someone that I wasn't to be accepted because I didn't really accept who I was and I thought that I was really weird and I, I just needed to fit in somehow. But during my treatment, I really started to rediscover who I really was and started to unravel some of the things from my childhood that was really the beginning of all of this transformation. And I remember at that time, some the thing that really sparked my awakening was the book, The Power of Now, which was a book that was recommended by one of the other patients. And as I started to read The Power of Now, I started to shift. I started to think differently. I started to understand how much of the suffering I was actually creating for myself. That's when I decided that I'm going to pursue my studies. I'm going to do everything I can to heal from my eating disorder. And I ended up actually working with mindfulness and working with meditation. And that really was one of the, the most important things that helped me heal my anxiety, my eating disorder, as well as my, my, yeah, my depression as well, which was incredible. After I had gone through the program, I ended up actually becoming a social worker in university. And I know that if I hadn't gone through especially some of the, the treatment, I don't think I would have been able to get past certain parts of my, my schooling. However, from the very beginning, it was still very challenging. But when I started to use the power of presence and the power of meditation and mindfulness, really my life started to shift so much. And... The, bo the book, The Power of Now, really changed my life. It really helped me to understand what it really meant to live in the present moment and how I could actually be in control of reducing the suffering that I was dealing with. And I would say that that, that was the first time in my life that I actually started to recognize how I was a creator and that I can choose to come into a place of empowerment when I stay in the present moment and I start to recognize that I'm not my mind, I'm not my body, and I'm really this, I'm really consciousness. That's what I am. So as I started to become awakened and understanding what was really happening in my world, I started to actually notice the relationships that I was in. And some of the relationships that I were in, I was in was actually, they were toxic. And at, the, at that time, my 
I was dating someone, that person was actually quite controlling. He wasn't a very kind person at times as well. I realized that I actually had attracted someone similar to my family because I was, of course, going through those patterns in my family system and it actually was just felt very natural to be able to uh, come into that kind of relationship. But as I was going through my studies in social work, I really realized that this relationship was emotionally abusive and that I needed to do something about it to, to actually leave because I needed to, to be free of this. I also realized that if I continue to stay living with my parents, I would not be able to fully heal. So I made the decision as well that I would actually leave and be able to really take care of myself. I decided to tell him at that time that I was leaving and I actually remember him telling me that he didn't support me and he didn't think that I would able I would be able to actually make it on my own. That's the time that I really realized that I could not stay with that person anymore, that I really deserved to be with someone who cared about my safety and who actually knew that this was the best thing for me. And at that point, I, I just I ended up leaving him because I was like, I'm done with that. I'm I'm done being told that I, you know, I either don't know what's best for me or that I couldn't take care of myself. And it was, I think a part of me just wanted to prove him wrong. But at the same time, I just, I knew that this is what I needed to do. And it was one of the biggest, I think, decisions I had ever made in my life to be able to just pick up and say, I need to leave this situation. I need to leave these situations, both of these situations that are just not serving me anymore. So I can come into gaining freedom in my life and come into who I really was because I was really not who I was at that time. I started to shed these familial and cultural expectations and programming and all the and, and the conditioning that I was aware of at the time and relearning what it really meant to be me. Because I really had this I had this like persona and I, I really thought that I needed to be someone different in order to be accepted. I now realize how hard that was for my soul. And I know from a really young age that there was definitely a lot of trauma. But well, as I had gone on this journey to uncover these you know parts of myself that were lost and really shedding what I thought was my personality, it was like this very large transformation that I started to, to go on. And as I was going through my studies in social work, I was actually taking myself on this journey as well. I was learning how I can start to unravel what I had learned, which didn't actually resonate with me, and that I could actually understand how to heal myself. I started to recognize that there was a lot of trauma that I was actually struggling with. During this time in university, you can imagine that as I'm studying and I'm healing, I'm learning, it was extremely challenging at times. I had gone through sometimes like re-traumatization and learning how to heal and how to move through that in a way where I felt safe. I experienced a lot of anxiety and I had a lot of emotional distress, especially after dealing with that, that breakup. Eventually, I did find somebody else, and he was very kind to me. But after a while in this new relationship, I started to see some of the same patterns. I recognized that I attracted a similar relationship in some ways. 
However, there was something different about this person because he was actually open to, to changing and he was open to actually seeing what he was doing as well as uh, as I was doing to create friction in the relationship. And this was kind of the first time that I was open to that idea of being able to heal a relationship with somebody before. As I was going through my studies and coming into this new world of being independent during university, it was it was quite challenging at times. And I had physical symptoms sometimes like IBS and a lot of stress that I was experiencing at that time. I even felt many times just very stuck, not being motivated, sometimes feeling very low emotion, like low um, just being kind of low and feeling kind of like I was not actually moving forward because things just felt so hard. And that's when I really had decided, okay, I really want to take control of my health. I want to be able to, to do what it really takes to, to be balanced on this like mind and this body and this like soul level. And at that point, my eating disorder was actually very much under control. I had healed a lot of the mental and emotional parts and the, the I had also had been at, at a healthy weight as well. I was able to maintain my weight. I now recognize that this was because of me being able to be mindful and being able to really pay attention to what were the thoughts and being able to shift those thoughts and belief systems. I started at that time to exercise more, but not obsessively or anything like that, but in a more healthy way. And I focused really very much on wellness. I took better care of my health and I even started at that time, I discovered Reiki, which was amazing. It was the first time I ever had experienced energy work and I just kind of knew that this was something I needed to, to do. And as I was going through my schooling, I was also working. I was working actually in telecommunications. I wasn't feeling very fulfilled, but I knew that this was just a job for me to be able to pay my bills, right? Until I was able to leave university and find a job. During my schooling, I actually did have internships and I worked with the mental health population, which I really enjoyed. It was sometimes quite a struggle though, because there was there was there was a lot for me to learn and I picked up on a lot of people's energy as well. I do remember this time actually that kind of changed the whole trajectory of how I viewed myself and how I, I actually viewed my future to be in this uh, working as a social worker. And this was when I was working at my telecommunications job and I was outside at work uh, on my break one day and there was just this guy that was um, standing by the, by my, my work and he started to just yell at me for no reason and all of a sudden before I knew it he he started to like kick me for, for no reason and I had been essentially like physically assaulted on the street and it was just really at that moment very traumatizing there were people around but nobody was intervening and it was very confusing for me I had tried my best to stop and kind of like run away and move out of the way but it was just really challenging for me at that time. It was kind of scary because like nobody was actually doing anything kind of like that bypass, like that bystander effect that happens when people think that somebody else is going to be helping. However, once I was able to break free, 
it was kind of like I was so shooken up and I realized at that time I was like I'm never going to be a social worker like I don't want to do this job I don't want to be placed in a situation like this ever again that I'm going to be hurt and that's when everything kind of started to, to go in a, in a in a very strange direction actually I decided to stay at my job and just find a way to create a like a life where I can still create impact in the world however I would feel safe this led me to actually become a union executive at my job and I started to help individuals going through problems in the workplace, handling disagreements and handling grievances with the employer. I also was a delegate and I was able to work on committees as well and I was able to travel which was amazing, helping and really working with other individuals to empower them and help them understand what their rights are as workers. However, that still didn't really feel like it was it. I didn't feel completely fulfilled. And I know that it was when I started to really study energy work and healing that I realized that this was actually what I really needed to be doing. And I had recognized that I was like, you know what, I am actually going to do this professionally. As I had continued to do energy work, the more I actually felt like depression and anxiety was just kind of getting completely out of my life. And it was also helping the relationships issues that I was actually having as well in my relationship. I worked with also inner child healing and I learned how to heal aspects of my relationship and my codependency. I was able to also shift a lot of patterns with my, um, with my partner at that time. And we started to actually be very loving to each other. It was very interesting because it was really, like I said, the first time that I was working with a partner in this way and we were able to see improvement. Our life was harmonious. And for a while, it did feel like things were in alignment. And when things started to actually go really well in my life, that's when he proposed to me. I was extremely happy and excited, of course, like any person would be. However, in a couple of months, it was all kind of feeling like everything was just too much. I even started to question whether he was the right person for me. And I also started to realize that things were coming out of alignment again. I was feeling overly anxious. I was worried a lot. And then a couple of months later, I even got into a car accident which left me with some physical symptoms and trauma. And then I dealt with a lot of other issues after that kind of trickled down into me becoming chronically ill. I experienced a series of concussions and I also ended up becoming diagnosed with a neurological disorder and connective tissue disorder, as well as a nervous system disorder as well. I experienced things like injuries, which made it just really challenging for me to to work. And it was kind of like if you've ever heard that saying, like when you're getting hit by the spiritual two by four, that is definitely what it felt like because I had come out of soul out of alignment with my soul's plan and what I was really here to be doing in my life. And for me, it was definitely a big understanding and challenge in at that time of understanding that this was actually not the path that I should be I should be on. But during this experience that I had, I know that there was a lot that it taught me. So for example, I had gone through these traumatic events as well with doctors 
But it really helped me understand that I needed to stay in my empowerment. And that meant actually me learning how to speak up for myself and how to advocate for myself, even when people didn't believe me. And through my healing journey with chronic illness, I, I knew that it was here to help me ha- show how I can actually stand in my power and how I could actually trust my own body and my, my judgment, even when people didn't believe me, including my partner at the time. And during the experience that I had being engaged, it was a long engagement. And during the engagement, my body was like literally feeling like it was shutting down at times. It put a lot of strain on my relationship and there was a lot of rocky moments. I remember also not being able to work and just experiencing all of these 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 very hard moments in my life and I even at some point decided to stop doing energy work because what I had been diagnosed with was something genetic and structural and I could not like wrap my mental mind around how Reiki could help me at that time I didn't really understand epigenetics and didn't really believe that energy work can help me for something like that so as I had gone through these different medical challenges There was one thing that could really help me and that was going to help some of the symptoms and this was actually a brain surgery to help me alleviate some of the neurological symptoms I was having. And after going through a series of tests and speaking with several different doctors, I ended up finding an incredible doctor who was able to help me. So I ended up going through this process of the surgery and it just put such a big strain on my marriage and at that time things were so rocky um and by the way I guess I did I didn't say but I did get married by the way (laughs) however it was only about two months after my surgery my husband decided that he was leaving me because he just wasn't happy and he didn't feel like this was like the life that he wanted to live I realized that there was so much toxicity that I thought that I would be I was hopeful that things would change but and that I would I would be able to get better however I didn't realize how poorly I had been treated and that I really deserved better that's when I started to become more in a place of questioning and understanding like how did I get here I had gone through this like rock bottom moment where I was you know, I was alone and recovering from surgery still. I was, you know, not working still and knew that I needed to move and I didn't really know what was next. It was a very scary place to be in because I really didn't know how I was going to make it through. I didn't feel safe. I felt very disempowered. And of course, like anybody, I, you know, I started to feel kind of depressed again. And I was neglecting certain parts of myself Uh, neglecting parts of taking care of myself because it almost kind of felt like there was just no point and I was suffering so much but I knew that during that time there was still something that I could do which was do something different because I was listening to all the doctors and I was doing all of kind of treatments and I was also finding that I wasn't getting the results that I was seeking I remember vividly that there was a moment 
that I was on my bed and I realized that I was just like, I have tried so many different things. I have done so many things. Like, I'm just done. I'm giving, I'm handing this over. And I started to ask the universe for help. And not long after, I actually started to be shown certain things and I started to be guided to work with different modalities. And spirit made it very like very clear to me that I needed to learn these things for myself so that I can learn how to self-heal. I started to focus on loving myself and not actually allowing myself to be treated poorly by anybody any longer and creating boundaries in my life with not only um, my husband at the time, but also everybody else that I had noticed that there was just this struggle in the relationship and there was toxicity. And I started to really feel a lot more empowered and I started to feel like more of myself again because I was just like this huge people pleaser and uh, I understood that I was actually, I had lost certain parts of who I really was because I was too busy trying to please. I learned how to heal my trauma that I was experiencing and also stuff from my childhood and the experiencing, the experiences I had in my relationship. I even learned how to heal the physical aspects of traumatic stress, how to heal my nervous system. And after he left, things actually started to get realigned very quickly. I started to understand how to take my power back and come back into who I was and who I am. I was also working with different modalities to help me clear my energy and also help me heal. So I worked a lot with somatic healing and dancing and also goddess work. And then working with other modalities such as Reiki, again, I started to practice Reiki again. I worked with EFT and inner child healing, which was so incredibly nourishing for me in order to come back into wholeness. So within a span of four months, my entire life changed. It only took a couple of weeks before I found a new apartment that was in my budget. And I was able to heal from a significant amount of my wounding and my trauma and my chronic illnesses as well. It wasn't perfect. There were still some things that I was experiencing. But even though my surgery was only supposed to help with part of my experience, what I was experiencing physically, it helped with um, the other work that I was doing helped significantly to heal me. And I even managed at that time to start coming into a place of knowing that I deserved better. And I started just putting it out there into the universe that if the timing was right, that I would find the right person for me. And I started to actually have these dreams of this individual with like dark hair And I kept having these like reoccurring dreams. And it was very interesting because only within a couple of weeks of me putting it out there, I actually ended ended up manifesting my divine partner who I'm who I am with right now. So miracles really became part of like my daily life after I really found myself back into alignment. And I know that Spirit really showed me how to heal in this way because I know that I'm here to bring this to the world. And that's when I really decided that I would come out professionally about my journey and and 
share and be able to create a business out of this. I didn't really know what that really looked like just yet. But from the time that I was actually going through my chronic illness, I was documenting it and I did have a social media and it was there for me to help for for not only support for myself, but also to help other people and empower other people. But it was during this time that I was like, you know what, it's time for me to bring this professionally in some capacity. So during this short period of time within that four months, I was I was able to go back to work. And it was not very a very positive experience. I was still having physical pain and it was challenging at times because I didn't know if I was able to actually continue. So once again, I started putting it out there into the universe, like show me a pathway out, show me like what can I what can I do to move forward here? Like, which decision is it best for me to take? Do I leave? Do I stay? What do I do? And then within just a couple of weeks, I ended up getting a call from my manager and he told me that our department was closing and he presented me with two choices, either to be moved to a different department, which would be considered kind of like a like a demotion, or it would be that I would receive a severance package. And for me, that was like the sign I needed, of course, right? The sign that yes, I actually need to leave and just take the severance package and allow myself to create a business, allow myself to move forward with my life and create this brand new, this brand new life that was already brand new, but just being able to move forward. So when I started to actually embody who I really am, things started to shift so quickly as I came into my authenticity and became aligned with who I am and what I'm here to be doing in this world, it was like everything lined up for me. The universe made it so easy for me to move forward. And as I had created my first my first business, the my Reiki and holistic counseling business, as I followed my soul's calling, I, I did help heal I did help other people heal and love themselves and like help them to actually move through pain and trauma and learn how to self-heal. However, when I began this business, I still felt this need to have security and I actually did end up taking a job as a social worker And I really enjoyed it when I started, but then at some point it just became so overwhelming and I started to go into burnout. It was so challenging for me to to be able to support individuals when I was facing also these experiences of just immense pressure. And at that point, once again, I realized I was like, I'm out of alignment once again. I need to do something different. I need to pivot. And that's when I ended up quitting my job and I'm like, no, I'm doing this business thing full time. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to make this work, but I'm going to just go for it. And during this time, I also decided that I I didn't want to stay in Montreal any longer. COVID was extremely, the the cases were very high, especially in in the neighborhood that I was living in. And my boyfriend and I decided that we would actually move to Vancouver and we would create a new life together. And what was really interesting is once again, as I made this decision, 
I found an apartment very easily. And within about a month or so, we were able to leave and live and, and pretty much move across like the country to live in the West Coast. The first couple of months, though, working as a spiritual entrepreneur, I was kind of lost, right? I didn't know anything about business. I made a bunch of mistakes and I had a lot of different behaviors like overgiving and undercharging and not valuing my time. I was giving away so much and I was feeling very depleted. I had to shed a lot of different limiting beliefs and overcome a lot of different things like imposter syndrome and perfectionism as I come more into my authentic self and be able to show that to the world. I was able to also learn that I needed to invest in myself, hire people, coaches, individuals that can help me with my business and other healings that healers that could also help me um, hold, help me to heal and also to hold space for me. This actually helped me significantly receiving the support that I needed as it helped me to understand who I was really here to serve, what I was really here to do. The more aligned to my soul life I, I have become, the more that I actually realize that healing is actually only one aspect of what I'm here to help people with. But I'm here to also lead and I'm here to be a mentor to other lightworkers and individuals who are really looking to live a soul-aligned life and create the lives that they really want. And also come into expansion and being able to activate into the gifts that they all have so that they can actually come forth and create impact and make a difference in the world. And I know now the biggest thing that I'm actually here to do is help people remember who they really are and heal the wounding and, and the, the trauma so that they can really come into their most expanded version of themselves. I, rem I help them remember that they are not broken and they don't need to be fixed, that they actually have in them what they need to heal through harnessing their intuition. They're able to tap into their guidance system and create the life that they desire and the change that they want to see in the world by living their purpose. And I think personally that living your divine soul purpose actually has less to do with what you actually do, but it is who you actually be as you come into alignment with who you really are on a soul level. This requires us to let go of self-limiting beliefs and attachment to limited beliefs and letting go of what we actually thought we were to come into who we really are in our most authentic nature. As we follow our passions and the things that light us up and follow the nudges that we receive from the universe. If you're in this place right now where you're like, I don't even know how to start. The questions I would like to leave you with are, what makes your heart sing? Like, what is it that excites you on a deep level? What is it that lights you up and makes you feel so happy that you actually would do that for free? Those are things to actually consider when you were thinking about the direction of what your soul is here to embody. I now realize that in my own journey of deconditioning, releasing my limiting beliefs and subconscious programming, I realized that I'm here to actually just be me and to shine and to also allow myself to create and receive from spirit what I'm here to bring through this world and really share from my heart to help other people on their path and their journey. So this is an invitation for all of you who are listening to rise with me and to heal with me. 
I hope you recognize that we are actually on this journey together to discover the truth of who we really are. And when we do that, we can actually create the life that we desire and begin to uncover the gifts that we actually have that are unique to us. One of the reasons why I'm here is to help you uncover this. And from this place, we can begin to actually share our light and share those gifts with others in whatever capacity that looks like. My hope is for this podcast is to empower you to begin to live a soul-led life by trusting your heart and your soul as you go on this journey with me. To live a life of purpose is to live a life of who you truly are, allowing yourself to come into empowerment and authenticity. I hope that you guys enjoyed this first episode. It was such an honor to be able to share this story with you. And I'm sure most of you have had similar experiences and perhaps my story is very much like your story. Know that we are all so connected and that we are really on this path and this journey together. It is such an honor and privilege to be able to support you on this path. So guys, stay tuned for the next episode, which is going to be released shortly. We're going to be talking about self-love. I'll be sharing parts of my self-love journey. And I'll help you understand how you can better love yourself to promote self-healing at this time. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.